The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, TeleSouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of TeleSouth Media Incorporated. Now, join us for Advisors Roundtable with your hosts, certified financial planners, Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus. It's professional advice for your life. Welcome to the Advisors Roundtable, certified financial planner Greg Cooley with you right here on Super Talk Radio today. Thanks a lot for listening to us. You know, sometimes it's just in the air. It may be a little nip in the air, maybe the smell of some pumpkin pie being cooked in the kitchen. And uh, in this part of the world, there's something in the air around the holiday season, around Thanksgiving season. It's called the uh, Lighthouse Classic Basketball Tournament, and it's always our pleasure here at the Advisors Roundtable to have uh, the Executive Director of the Lighthouse Foundation, Gary Cavanis, and also the Director of the Lighthouse Classic Basketball Tournament, Vance Overholt, with us. Thanks, guys, for being here. Good to be here. Thank it's you. Always great. Now, Gary, I always allow you four or five minutes at the beginning of this show every year to give us a quick... Uh, uh, commercial about the Lighthouse Foundation. A lot of people, you know, uh, have heard about the Lighthouse Foundation, but what do you really do there? <clears throat> the Lighthouse Foundation is a Christian nonprofit organization that is passionate, passionate about serving the hurting children and the families of our community. And uh, we're excited about that and everything from after school tutoring to youth leadership programs to to camps if it's holistic ministry we're doing it yesterday i was in the woods hunting yesterday mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. uh fishing mm -hmm, i mean mm -hmm. we can do fun things as we take <laughs> kids and, and we do those things and it's so so rewarding you know 25 26 years ago we had a dream that we could make a difference in our community and um yeah. And it was a dream in those yeah. first couple of years. We wondered tough, if it was it? going to work or not. <laughs> uh, but today we can look back and it's just amazing what the Lord has done. And it's not any person. Mm -hmm. It's a community that's bought into a vision mm -hmm. and they have made a difference in our community. It, it really is a reflection of this community and the com commitment we have to one another and to great causes. I remember when Mr. Moore and I were applying for that 501c3 and making sure all the paperwork was in order. It seems like it was yesterday, but that's 25, uh, 26 years ago. I, it was 1995, right. May of 1995. Yeah, so. yeah, well, a lot of great ministry has gone on since then. And as we said, the community has jumped into this, but there are so many things to do. You can't do that without money. We can't do it without money, and we can't do it without people mm -hmm. that's passionate about or compassionate about the hurting in our community. And so uh, with the classic, with the toy store, if the community doesn't get behind it, it doesn't get done. That's exactly so. right. And we're going to come back to the toy store later, but let's jump right into the classic events. Uh, how many years been doing this? Well, this is that's a tricky question. I know. <laughs> We've been doing it 10 years, but this is the ninth event. Yeah, had a thing called COVID in there. Yeah, right? it sort of interrupted us in 2020, but uh, we got it back last year. Mm -hmm. In a big way, and this year it looks like it could be even bigger. This year it uh, should be fun. I think uh, we've got some very good quality teams and certainly some uh, – good quality players and uh so we're excited yeah uh, 
if people don't know about the format, there are a number of teams invited, and sometimes they invite themselves, to come and play in this classic. Uh, not just around America, we've got some people that come down from Canada, right? Yeah, you know, this year, uh, we've this has been the, the year of, uh, of the surprise, and mm-hmm. we... Uh, we were sitting, uh, just having to turn the television on this last weekend, and we, uh, uh, my wife says, my gosh, do you see about Buffalo and all the snow they had? And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, what about Buffalo? Mm-hmm. And uh, start digging and looking, and, you know, they depends on where it's at, between five and five and a half feet of snow in Buffalo, and uh, we have a team coming from across the river uh, in Canada from Buffalo. Okay. So it's like, oh, long. So, you know, started uh, started sweating that one out. I uh, waited a few days, gave him a call, and he said, you know, it's a little unusual for this time of year, but we didn't get uh, near as much as Buffalo. We only had three or four feet. <laughs> it's well, all relative, right? Yeah. So uh, they're actually uh, they're actually leaving tonight mm-hmm. and driving through, through the night to, to be here tomorrow. Yeah. What's the attraction? Why Why in the world would somebody want to come all the way from Buffalo, New York, to play basketball in Corinth, Mississippi? You know, as as funny as it sounds, there's there's a lot of reasons. Obviously, playing against good competition, mm-hmm. uh, people will travel for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for this coach, it was uh, providing his players an experience that they've not had before, and that is going to the s- uh, southeastern United States. Oh, and uh, so. He, he uh, wants them to experience as much as possible. They've Not a single person on their team has ever been to the South. Oh. So uh, it is, it's something that uh, he is really uh, excited about. Uh, no one's been, to, obviously, to Corinth, but to Mississippi, and, mm-hmm. and uh, he's excited to, to see something different. Well, of course. And now, is this a private school? It is a, it is a prep school. So they, um, they recruit? Uh, yes, they recruit. <laughs> they have, uh, they actually have four uh, team members that are part of the Canadian national team. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they're very young. They've got one senior, everybody else are, are juniors. And, and I'm just telling you, they, uh, I, I think they'll be really good. It'll be, uh, it, it'll be good to watch them Friday night. Okay. Hey, they're really short too. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I think their starting lineup is six four six 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 ten six ten six eleven. So, <laughs> I mean, you do the math and you that can build a bridge. <laughs> little guy, six four. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Well, but if you know, if the coaches out there trying to recruit and and getting real good name talented players to come, one of the things he can sell is we go on trips like this. Exactly right, and uh, they do go on quite a few. They've already played uh, in Minnesota this year, mm-hmm. uh, so. They will be uh, they'll be on the road, but this will be their only time going south. Now, not only do we have uh, schools coming from far away to play in this classic, we also always highlight some and and invite locals. We we do. I mean, our local teams are are vitally important. Uh, we want them to to share in the experience. Uh, we want them to be a part of of the lighthouse uh, as much as the the larger schools, and uh, you know. Some years it works out where we can have all local teams. Uh, this year we tried really hard, um, but uh, we've got a little thing called football, mm-hmm. and uh, and Biggersville is really tearing it up in football. Yes, Undefeated, they, yeah. uh, they play Friday night uh, for the North Half Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, what an honor that is! Right. Uh, but it puts a, 
a strain on their basketball team since so many players are playing football. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, when you're a 1A, 2A school, you know, uh, probably your best athletes play everything, right? That's exactly right. Right, and so when football's out there in the playoffs, it uh, probably, as you said, really does limit their, their roster on the basketball side. I'm looking forward in the next segment to talking about the thing that's never happened to us before in yes, the Classic. Sir. Here from the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified financial planner Greg Cooley here today. And today we're talking about the Lighthouse Classic Basketball Tournament here in North Mississippi, specifically in Corinth and at Corinth High School. So, uh, you know, we've been doing this a long time and you've been involved with lots and lots of players. And we'll get to how many NBA players have come through here and played in this Classic. But Vince, tell me about something that's never happened before. You know we've uh, we've we've been doing it as you say a long time. Uh, this will be the first year that we actually have a, a nationally televised game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not ESPN. It's not CBS Sports. Uh, mm-hmm. It's Bally Sports Network, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, we're excited about that. It's going to be something a little bit different. Uh, I know it's added uh, a little complexity around the, the schedule, having to have things free in front of the game, and then. Uh, we've already gotten a copy of the of the game script, and and uh, there'll be some TV timeouts. So folks are probably going to be sitting there going, "Why are we sitting here?" <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. but it'll it'll be great, and it's going to be a, uh, one heck of a game. All right. So uh, who are they televising? Which game? Uh, Friday night at six thirty p.m. It's going to be the Rock School out of Gainesville, Florida, mm-hmm. versus Fort Erie International uh, out of Fort Erie, Canada, okay. and uh, it's going to be. Uh, it, it'll be a, a really high-level game for sure. So if they're doing it and it's televised, obviously uh, the, the network is attracted to this game for some reason. They, they are. Um, I, I, the Rock School, they have two players that are juniors that are top 75 players in the nation. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're also ranked 22nd in the nation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, it's an opportunity to – to, to get them uh, at a different event outside of the state of Florida. So I think that was really the appeal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we, we've had, uh, we, we've had, I tell you, is the year of challenges. We had a team from Colorado originally lined up to play them mm-hmm. and they, uh, they lost their six eleven and six ten guy. And, uh, and he, he's like, we can't come. Uh, because we will not be competitive, so we've we've shuffled the schedule around to get the Fort Erie uh, matchup. We think it'll be good though. Mm-hmm. Now this is the tournament within the tournament, or it, one of the games of that. Explain that a little bit. It is. We've got 15 total games: seven on uh, Friday and eight on Saturday this year. Mm-hmm. Two games on Friday and two on Saturday are uh, games involving prep schools. And okay. so on Friday, we actually have them paired up to where at 1 p.m., uh, Moravian Prep is playing Shy Prep in the first semifinal game. And then the, the one that we just talked about at 6.30 p.m. will be the second semifinal game. Mm-hmm. So on Saturday at 1, the, the two losers will play in the consolation game and the two winners will play in the championship game for the Lighthouse challenge yeah. and uh and it's been really pretty neat because we get to hand, hand out trophies and medals mm-hmm. somebody gets to be the champion mm-hmm. uh, but i'm telling you the four teams that we have they're just absolutely loaded with uh, future college and, and potentially professional players 
Now, I alluded to it earlier, speaking of professional players, a number of NBA players have, have uh, you know, they were future NBA players when they played here because they were high school players. Um, we could tell it, though, couldn't we? When, it, when they were on the, on the court, you, you, you can tell when you, you see know, a guy. It's, it's truly amazing. Uh, we've, we've seen a couple that we go, man, they are no doubt going to be in the NBA, mm-hmm. and they're not there yet, mm-hmm. but they still will likely be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yes, there's some that when you see play, you just go, uh, they have something that someone else does not. And uh, maybe one of the, the biggest uh, examples of that was in our very first year, Chris Chioza with White Station, uh, the, the big headliner was LaRon Black from White Station. Mm-hmm. But Chris Chioza was this guard that was just so much faster than everybody that was in our event. Mm-hmm. He stood out, and people were oohing and aahing over him. Mm-hmm. And it was like, who is this guy? Mm-hmm. And he's been in the NBA now for years. <laughs> right. So, yeah, yeah, and it's almost like in a situation similar to that, you feel like you kind of, discovered him you know yeah. everybody else was concentrating on this other guy that had all these credentials and all the size and everything but you know this guy comes and plays in your event no doubt but i mean he wasn't an all-star because he went to florida so you know but he, he <laughs> made it out of tennessee and you, you can you're right <laughs> he made it out anyway <laughs> yeah. yeah so let's talk about some of those uh nba players who presently or in the past have been in the nba that came through the classic uh, Devin Booker. Booker, everybody knows uh, he is uh, definitely the, the most well-known. Uh, there's a, a kid playing for Oklahoma City, uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander, who he is he is really unbelievable. This year. Uh, th- this year wow. he's already had a couple of 40-point games and yeah. a couple of game winners, and right. he's he's excellent. Uh, Wendell Carter is, uh, is going to have a, a monster year this year. Mitchell Robinson's playing – He's been playing for the Knicks for years. Um, there's there's a really a lot of, of players. Uh, the one that that I love uh, the most is uh, Lindy Waters the third. Yeah, tell me. You told us the story that uh, the other day at Rotary about how he has endured and his resiliency and yeah. his story. How remarkable it you is! You know, having a, having a dream and going after it and working hard and never giving up. He is. Uh, he could write a book because he. Uh, he played for a high school team in, in uh, Oklahoma City that uh, had some issues going on, and they wouldn't let him play his senior year. He transfers to Sunrise Christian. He comes here with Sunrise Christian, only plays about four or five games with them, goes back to his high school, wins a state championship. Everything's great. Goes to Oklahoma State and plays four years there and was never – First team, second team, third team, not all defense. He was he was just a player for Oklahoma State. He had no conference notoriety. Okay. But he kept working and he uh, he got an invite to uh, to summer league, did really well there. Um, somebody he caught somebody's eye mm. and uh, last year he actually played in I think thirty something games for Oklahoma City mm. and uh, and and was really uh, probably one of their better players down the stretch. It's yeah. just an amazing, amazing story. Hanging in there, uh, you know, knowing what you're created to do, uh, it's really a great thing to see. So <clears throat> let's start uh, talking about this, the, the, the whole schedule. Starts on? It starts on, on Friday. Friday morning uh, this year. It starts at 10 a.m., both Friday and Saturday. Okay. 
And uh, we'll be rolling all the way uh, on Friday. The last game is going to tip probably around 8.15. On Saturday, the last game will tip off at 8.30. Okay. So on Friday, uh, we're starting out with the local teams, right? We are. We've got Alcorn Central versus Cherokee, Alabama. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, I I love Coach Harrison and what he's doing uh, at Central. And he had a – ton of players graduate last year but uh he's a great coach and they're going to play hard and and i I think they've got a a heck of a good shot at at winning that game cherokee's got some young players Mm -hmm. and then the next game is going to be uh versus potts camp and um i've i've been talking to coach burdett for several years uh i've not heard him talk with so much enthusiasm as uh, what i'm hearing this year and uh and I think for good reason. He's he's going to have a very good team. And uh, so he's going to be going up against uh, some very good athletes from Potts Camp, and uh, they'll get up and down the court. So we'll tell very early on uh, about both of those squads, actually. Right, right. And then uh, after that one, uh, that's that's when we start the preps, right? We start the, the first prep game, uh, Shy Prep and Moravian. Moravian Prep, uh, they're out of Atlanta, Georgia. They'll be favored in that game, uh, primarily because they score a lot of points. Uh, they've scored over 103 times this year, and in their last game, uh, they hit 25 three-pointers in one game. So they will be throwing it up from deep and going fast. And that, that would be a lighthouse record. I was going to so. say, 25 times three, that's 75 points right there. Last year they hit over 33s three times in games. Oh, my goodness. So he believes he believes Get it down three, and shoot is, it, huh? three is better than two. <laughs> <laughs> that's his philosophy. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah. but that And then after that game we've got uh, – we go back into public schools. Uh, we have – what I think is also going to be just a super entertaining game. Uh, Cordova, who's uh, playing excellent basketball right now, versus Baker in uh, Mobile. Okay. Baker's got the number one uh, junior in Alabama. He's scored 47 last weekend. Uh, it, it, that's going to be a great game. He's a great guard. And really? He, he's unbelievable. 6'3", uh, 6'4", six, six, does it all. Mm-hmm. And, and then um, after that game, we've got – the Yellow Jackets from Starkville, mm-hmm. uh, and they're going to be uh, going up against Grissom mm. out of Huntsville. Huntsville and uh, Alabama. so in that game, you got a, a Wichita State signee mm-hmm. versus a Alabama signee, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. and both teams should be pretty equal. I think it's going to be a, a coin toss. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it, those are large schools. They mm-hmm. are large schools. Yeah. And, and then we get into the the second semifinal game with uh, the Rock School and Fort Erie, and then the last game is going to be Corinth versus. Trinity Christian, and I'll tell you, Corinth is going to have their hands full because Trinity will flat play uh, some defense. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Now, where is Trinity Christian from? They're in Jackson, Tennessee. Jackson, Tennessee. They are. All right, so, so far we've talked about uh, Alabama and Tennessee and Mississippi and Georgia Georgia and and Florida. Uh, yeah, yeah. In Canada. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we hadn't got to Saturday yet. No, we haven't even got to Saturday, <laughs> right? right? Yeah, just making our way through the first day. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, now, in addition to having to have volunteers that Gary alluded to earlier to be able to put this thing on, uh, you got to have people who are hosting these teams, right? 
I mean, when they come into town, like these people come from Canada, they never been down here. That's right. You know, they don't know where to eat, know where to stay, how to get to the Coliseum, what, what to do. And, and some of our teams are practicing at the middle school, and they uh, they don't know about low clearance bridges. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. our our team hosts are very important. They. Uh, most have already connected with their coaches and uh, just introduced themselves, but they will be uh, the the go-to person for the coach and making sure that that coach is getting everything that they need in the team. Uh, so most of our hosts, if a team's practicing at the uh, at the middle school, they'll actually meet the team at the hotel. Okay, and and they'll. Uh, Get them they'll, there. They'll either go on the bus with them or have them follow them to, to the gym. Uh, they eat with them. It's really a great experience. And, uh, you know, and a lot of these hosts are giving up uh, their Friday and Saturday. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, a holiday weekend. But they are, they are the face of Corinth, Mississippi. Yes, they are. And I remind Pat Palmer of that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> We're going to take another break here at the Advisors Roundtable and continue this discussion with Vince and Gary right here on Super Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified financial planner Greg Cooley here with you on Super Talk Radio. And we're talking about the Lighthouse Classic Basketball Tournament with Vince and Gary today. So, guys, let's get to Saturday. We we spent half the show. We've only covered one day. We have. And only seven games. And we've got an extra one on Saturday. So, uh, yeah. uh, we at st- 10 o'clock. We start at 10 a.m. And... Uh, the first game, if it doesn't get your uh, blood pumping, uh, mm. uh, you're, you may be, you may need to be somewhere else, uh, maybe like a doctor's office, okay. because uh, Pontotoc is going to be playing Florence, Alabama, and uh, they're both playing really, really well right now. Uh, Pontotoc's uh, undefeated. They are really mm. uh, they score the ball. They play good defense, and uh, and Florence actually played two games yesterday and had two big wins. Mm. Uh, so. Uh, they're feeling. They're both feeling really good about themselves. Uh, the second game uh, was going to be the Biggersville uh, game versus Haleyville. Mm-hmm. It's now Fayetteware versus uh, Haleyville, mm-hmm. uh, Alabama. Uh, Haleyville. They lost their their best guard. Mm-hmm. Hate it for for them and their mm-hmm. coach. So it's gonna. That's gonna be a very 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 tough game for that that squad. But gotcha. they're gonna play hard and they they still got some other pieces so we'll see how it goes he's gonna bring them anyway he is and then we've got the two prep games the the semifinal and the the championship game and then the the last uh four games are really gonna be just so much fun Mm -hmm. uh the the first game uh at three uh at uh four o'clock is gonna be uh, grissom uh, again, uh, they're playing Grayson, Georgia, mm-hmm. and Grayson is probably a top three team in the state of Georgia. They're just Ooh. they're loaded, yeah. uh, and and I believe that they've got a freshman that their coach is already saying is going to be the best player to ever step foot on a court at Grayson High School, mm-hmm. and that's one heck of a statement. Mm-hmm. So he he said the kid is absolutely special. Already at 14, 15 years old. Already. Right? So mm-hmm. that's going to be uh, that's going to be fun to watch. And then uh, the next game is uh, is one that uh, MRA versus Bartlett, and mm-hmm. Bartlett is also they're really deep and they're they're tall and. Uh, they got experience and they got a good coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're also undefeated and they've got some huge wins. And they're playing against MRA, uh, yeah. Madison Regional Academy's coming back from okay. uh, from Jackson area. Uh, they feature uh, an 
Ole Miss signee, Josh Hubbard. So for all the Ole Miss fans. And don't hold that against them. Y'all come on out anyway and watch them. For, for all the Ole Miss fans, yeah, uh, this yeah. is your opportunity to yeah. watch a, a future star for Ole Miss play okay. uh, on the high school court. Uh, okay. And he's electrifying. His last game, he scored 36. Uh, I'm going to say that for MRA to, to beat Bartlett, he's going to need to do that again. Really? Uh, and, and Bartlett is ranked number one in Tennessee. Oh, Okay. They are. They, they're they're legit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After that game, we've got uh, Tupelo, which is uh, very very talented, uh, going up against Huntsville, another team that is uh, super talented. Both of those teams have got uh, three of their starters that will absolutely no doubt play Division One ball. No. There's there's no doubt about it. So in that one game, six. Oh yeah. Division One players. Yes. Absolutely. So. Oh. It's not a question. Oh. And uh, and then the uh, the last game has uh, Corinth versus ECS, and uh, ECS is uh, out of Memphis, and they're young and hungry and excited to be here. And and of course the Corinth game, uh, both on Friday night and Saturday night, mm -hmm. the legend mm -hmm. Jimmy Anderson will okay. uh, will be broadcasting those games uh, live here on WXRZ. Yeah, I hear you. And it's always good to hear Jimmy's voice. He, uh, uh, well, you know, it's very distinctive. And you're right. He's incredible. He is incredible. And he's he's a legend. He's incredible. Uh, yeah, yeah. He but, called my games. Back yeah. in that. <laughs> oh, so he's ancient. <laughs> he's an ancient legend. And there we go. <laughs> no, he's not. But he uh, really uh, gets into it and, and knows how to bring it home to you if you're, you're not fortunate enough to be there in person. Amen. He does his homework. He before does. the game, so he does. He's, he's very prepared. Yeah, very professional and, and very prepared. Uh, and looking forward to hearing here on WXRZ. So, uh, putting all this together, who does it? I, you know, I, I know that you're. Can I answer that? Yeah. I, I, let me yeah, add, answer that. that. Vince. Vince does. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank God. I mean, you know, we said we can't do what we do in the community without the community buying in. Mm -hmm. Vince is an example. Him and Mary are mm -hmm. just so awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, Vince has already probably got 30% of next year's tournament already done. Gotcha. Um, maybe, maybe a higher figure than that mm -hmm. at this point. Mm -hmm. And so it takes a lot of work. It's a year-round process. Mm -hmm. And, yes, I'm – I might fill in a gap here and there, but mm -hmm. he is getting it done. Yeah. And, uh, and I appreciate that and, so much. And it's, it's related to a couple passions you have there, Vince, one of them basketball and the other the lighthouse. Absolutely. Uh, you know, basketball has always been, uh, always been fun for me mm -hmm. and I've always been a part of it and around it. Uh, but there's, there's not, uh, there's not very, there's very few organizations that have a greater impact in the community than the lighthouse. Mm -hmm. And it's one that you really can't just draw a circle around it and say, this is the value. Mm -hmm. uh, but if it were not here, we would all understand how Ooh, yes. important it oh, is. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I agree completely. And it's one of the reasons that so many of us in the, in the community feel like you do. You know, at the end of the day, um, Everybody, I don't care who you are, wants to be loved. Mm. And, uh, you know, just the love that I see that the, that the Lighthouse and Gary and Lisa and uh, all the rest there that pour into these kids, and it is a, it is a life changer. And uh, so there's 
a lot of incredible agencies around Corinth that do wonderful things. Mm, this right. is a, I mean, we're blessed to live in a town uh, like Corinth, Mississippi, mm-hmm. uh, but the love that goes into the kids, mm-hmm. it's, I think it's unparalleled yeah. and uh, it's, it's amazing. It, it really is. And, you know, there are a number of events walking around related to all of the other um, offerings that the Lighthouse has. You, you got people who are just eaten up with tutoring. You got people who are eating up with the toy store. You got people who just love the the camps and being involved in that and fundraising for for that. Uh, have you really thought about how many volunteers are involved, Gary? I mean, if you just take the the classic, we're looking at fifty plus volunteers. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at the toy store, you're looking you're approaching nearly two hundred people mm-hmm. that have has done something mm-hmm. from so many of our churches in our community. Uh, so when you start adding that up and, and everything else, you're approaching cl- probably close to 500 people in a year mm-hmm. helping and, mm-hmm. and being a part of what, what we're doing or what the Lord is doing in our community. Yeah, so let's talk about the classic specifically, these 50 people. What various roles are they fill, filling the, these volunteers? You know, we've got um, from hospitality room mm-hmm. uh, for our coaches and our officials and our sponsors, mm-hmm. um, We've got the the ticket takers. We we've got uh, sales on programs. Uh, we have uh, scores table. I mean, it goes on and on. We have uh, we have uh, parking out mm-hmm. front that we've got a team of men that that help with that. And and we've also got something that I, I really feel like that sets us apart. And uh, we have a shuttle service mm-hmm. that uh, that runs in the parking lot. So. You know, if, if it's crowded and uh, you're, you're parking in the far reaches of the parking lot, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you've got knee issues or mm-hmm. hip issues, mm-hmm. that can be a deterrent to coming uh, to the game. And mm-hmm. we, want, we want everyone to be able to attend and, and have a good time. So mm-hmm. we run uh, multiple carts in the parking lot to take people from their vehicle to the front door mm-hmm. uh, because we want everybody to, to, to enjoy it and have a good time and really have no excuse for not coming. So what does the weather look like for this weekend? The weather? Showers. The weather looks awesome. <laughs> for an indoor basketball game. It, it does because it's going to be warm. It's going to be 60 degrees, mm-hmm. but it's going to be – uh, scattered showers mm-hmm. with rain at time mm-hmm. at, at times for both gate or both days and uh, so uh, that is really for us it's perfect weather and it really it highlights the need for that shuttle service there we it go. does for a, for a number of people there we go yeah it does yeah. And, and and the guys there they just do a phenomenal job mm-hmm. um, and we we get we get a ton of comments on just how awesome it was to be picked up and, and dropped off at the door. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's something that it might sound trivial, no. but it is something that can be hugely impactful if you've got issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and quite actually, that's what the lighthouse is about for those people with issues and an opportunity for volunteers to actually help you and to ser- uh, serve you and, bring a ministry to you. There we Absolutely. Go. Yeah, so <clears throat> just before this last break here, talk just a little bit, about 30 seconds, about how this thing came to be. You know, uh, back, it seems like it's been a, a long time ago. Gary and I were talking about a fundraiser, and, and it just uh, it just sort of morphed out of that. Mm. And, uh, you know, we've uh, we recognized the need at, at the time back in the day 
Uh, every year at this time, we were uh, hitting the wall on funding, and we were having to send letters out to uh, the community saying, "Would you consider helping us?" And and we're like, you know, I know it's the it, it's it's God's work, mm-hmm. and if they want to respond, they will. But it feels bad mm-hmm. at this time of year with all the strain on financials mm-hmm. to be asking individuals for money to keep uh, the lighthouse afloat mm-hmm. every single year. And we said, there's got to be something out there that bridges that gap. Yep. And this is really what we come up with. Well, we're going to go to break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about how that fundraiser works um, and how you can be involved from the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified Financial Planner Greg Cooley with you here on Super Talk Radio talking about the Lighthouse Classic with Vince and Gary. And so we went into that last break talking a little bit about the fundraising aspect of this weekend. So um, what does it cost to get in? It is, uh, you know, in this world of hyperinflation that we're living in, mm-hmm. uh, we do want to give back to the community and we've kept We've kept the prices the same. It's ten bucks to get in, mm-hmm. and uh, so you know if you're one that uh, likes value, get there early and watch seven or eight games for ten dollars. Uh, I'm going to say that that's going to be a, a value that's hard to beat. <laughs> I'd say. So um, you can come in at ten uh, ten o'clock in the morning, pay ten dollars, and stay all day. Stay all day, and uh, if you're one of those that says. Man, I, I can't just stay in the building all day long, but I want to see four or five games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also sell come-and-go passes. So we sell them by the day, or we sell uh, come-and-go for the uh, entire event. And so for a couple extra dollars, you can have flexibility. You can have flexibility. That's okay. correct. Right. All right. And do you have like an entire event pass? Or you just pay 10 bucks each day. The we the entire event pass is $30 and okay. and you can come and go. Oh. Uh, so it mm-hmm. is uh I think for a lot of and we sell a lot of those because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people want to come and go and uh, just flash their armband as they walk in and and uh, it works well, but uh, we we really do believe uh, in, in keeping it to where people can come because we want fans in the gym Mm -hmm. it makes for a great atmosphere Mm -hmm. and this year Mm -hmm. we really need fans in the gym because we don't want a television broadcast and everybody seeing wooden bleachers no not at all we need to fill at least for those afternoon games right for sure yeah so you know somebody may be listening and they're boy i like value ten dollars for the whole day but you know uh i've got to eat our, our uh, Corinth booster, they uh, are taking care of the uh, the concessions, and mm. there'll be barbecue nachos and pizza and hamburgers and all the other assortment of concession foods. Uh, it's gonna it'll be really really well. They work extremely hard. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I know they do, and I also know that the food's good. Yeah, absolutely is. right. So if you pay the ten dollars, you want to stay all day. It may cost you more than ten dollars to fill yourself up because you're going to want to go back and go back and, and and really experience all that gourmet stuff no doubt about it yeah so all of this is an opportunity for the lighthouse to make money absolutely it, it, it is uh every dollar that we profit goes directly into the lighthouse which ultimately goes directly into a kid mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. what a deal you know right. I, I i throw down ten dollars i watch high level basketball and I know that that $10 is going to help a kid in this community. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, it's a, it's a win-win-win. Now, when we say help a kid, this is not just activity stuff. No. No. You know? I mean, it's We're getting... not just paying somebody to go play. 
right? We're 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 paying people like you, Gary, and the executive directors and and other people, Lene, and all people that that are out there to really do ministry. That's right. Know where the kids live. Know what they're doing. Being a part of their lives. This is not just thirty minutes one week. Mm-hmm. This is five, six times a week. Mm-hmm. that we're involved in these kids' lives, and they're a part of our lives, and, and we love them, and we want to make an impact in their lives, and we know that Jesus can do that. So let's talk about knowing about success. You've seen some successes come out of this? Absolutely. Some of the kids in this it's neighborhood? It's unbelievable. I mean, you just look at our assistant director, or mm-hmm. women's director at the Lighthouse Foundation, Lene Williams. Mm-hmm. She came up through our ministry. And, and today it's just amazing how powerful she is in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And not only that, the kids that she's raising, mm-hmm. uh, it, I mean, it's, it's powerful. And that's just one mm-hmm. of the success stories. Mm-hmm. There's hundreds of other success mm-hmm. stories where they're out. It's just unbelievable what the Lord has done in their lives. Yeah. They're out and they have jobs and responsible adults. And as you said, the, the next generation, they know how to to teach right. them and, and treat them and actually encourage them. Uh, you know, Dr. Perkins said this. Um, he said, you can't, this problem that we have in society didn't happen overnight. Good point. And it's not going to be changed overnight. You have to raise a generation mm-hmm. in the Lord, mm-hmm. showing them the biblical stance of the family. Mm-hmm. And that's where it makes a difference. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's not just the the family you stay with, your physical family, your genetic family, your your guardians, but also the family of God. Absolutely. That you feel a part of, uh, despite your race, despite your socioeconomic uh, situation. The Lord will, and I mean, He will make a difference Mm -hmm. uh, in, in our lives. I know He has in mine, and I know He has in hundreds of other kids that have gone through our ministry. So as people are listening, maybe they're enthused, they want to be involved. Give me two or three different ways. Now, first one is this weekend you can come to the tournament and your $10 can help a child, right? Uh, that's exactly right. And, you know, if, if you uh, are, are listening to this and go, I need to do more, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we accept donations as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we have that happen from time to time. Somebody says, hey, uh, I, I want you all to put this toward the general fund. Well, actually, you know, my wife uh, did for a number of years the the hospitality room that you alluded right. to there. And while she was doing that, I sat down at, at the front and helped there at the front take up the m- money and sell the tickets and all that at the front door. And there are a number of people who came through. And I'd say $10 for the day, and they'd just hand me a 20 and say, keep it. Right. And so, you know, a few people do that. Uh, that's really getting involved. You know, at the Lighthouse, we never, uh, we don't charge for anything. Mm. Basketball skill work, it's been going on 25 years. We've never taken a dollar. But they can give back by mm. coming and watching this high-quality event that we have, and it can impact the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get involved, you can do that. You can do it monetary. You can come to the event. You can enjoy the basketball. You can give over and above. Another way you can get involved is 
you can volunteer for absolutely we want them there we want people to get involved in kids lives i mean that's what makes a difference Mm -hmm. is you can tell a kid yeah good luck with that but they see that that bounces right off but if you love those kids if you show up if you show up one day a week for tutoring that kid's going to be waiting at the door for you when you come in oh really i'm telling you we can make a difference in our community by getting involved all right so if they want to get involved how do they get in touch with you and if let's say you're a retired teacher and you know how to teach kids how to read or you know how to work with kids with their numbers and their arithmetic how how can they get involved well first of all call the lighthouse 662-286-0091 we will get you lined up we have tutoring on monday tuesday wednesdays and thursdays from 3 to about 4 30 we would love for you to be a part. Uh, also, just getting involved in different other things that we like the toy store mm-hmm. and the classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get involved in any of the other things from uh, the summer program in the in the summer to uh, the lighthouse intern programs and the youth leadership programs we do. We would love to get anyone lined up. Yeah, and. A little bit of background check for certain things. Absolutely. Everybody that comes Mm -hmm. to will have that. Right. But uh, not that complicated. Oh, no. Just social security number and a name, (laughs) and we we can get it done. Sign sign a couple forms. There we go. Yeah. Give us a couple days, right? That's right. Over the years, you know, over the last 25, 26 years, how many kids do you think the Lighthouse has serviced and helped and done ministry to if we just took the kids that we took to Kids Across America camp mm-hmm. since 1995, mm-hmm. it's well over 2,000 kids. Really? And that's just the camp. Yeah. That's not counting the hundreds that come through in the normal week mm-hmm. that we have at the Lighthouse. And so, you know, it's been literally thousands of kids impacted um, by the Lord mm-hmm. over the last 27 years. Yeah. Wow. How about volunteers? How many volunteers do you think have been involved over the last 25 years? It would have to be thousands. Yeah. And so, you know, we, and we need that. Mm -hmm. If it was just up to me Mm -hmm. or Vince Mm -hmm. or Mm Lene, it it wouldn't, we would have a very limited impact. Right. Yeah. But when you think a couple thousand kids have been affected, uh, it's not just the kid being affected. Mom and dad, aunt. Probably probably right now, 30% of the kids that come through Mm -hmm. the lighthouse, Mm -hmm. parents came through the lighthouse. Ah, And so it's a second generation thing already. And so we're excited about that. Absolutely. It's always good to have you and Vince here to talk about the Lighthouse Classic and about the Lighthouse Foundation from the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk Radio. discussion and content expressed by the host of the Advisors Roundtable are intended to be received as news, educational, and entertainment or unit items and are not to be accepted by the listener as legal, investment, insurance, or tax advice. Opinions and views will be expressed by guests of the Advisors Roundtable and those opinions and views are those of the guests alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Advisors Roundtable host or any of its affiliated radio stations. All information provided is educational in nature and is not intended to be acted upon without first consulting the appropriate 
appropriately licensed professional of your choosing. Before acting upon any information obtained during an advisor's roundtable broadcast, an individual should understand matters are extremely tax-specific and require advice tailored to individual facts and needs. Certified financial planners Greg Cooley and Andrew Labus are registered representatives of S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated. Securities offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Ignite Planters, LLC. Ignite Planters, LLC is not affiliated with S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated.